take a girl and a guy and they fall madly in love and form a family. Sprinkle in some counseling degrees and a doctorate, a dream of transforming relationships as we know it. And 20 years later, we give you power couple Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. And this is their podcast, Couples Synergy. And welcome back to another episode of Couple Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean. Hi, I am Jean. No, wait. I, I'm Dr. Ray. Well, that would make me Jean. You're Jean, right. What do I say next? And this is our podcast about love, marriage, and relationships. Thank you, Jean. You're welcome, Dr. Ray. Check us out online at couplesynergy.com or on Facebook and Instagram at Couple Synergy. And please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review or send us any suggestions on topics you'd like to hear more about. And now on to Couple Synergy, an in-depth look at love, marriage, and relationships, where we bring you our experience helping thousands of couples transform their relationships for over 20 years. You know, Gene, everyone <laughs> says you should work on a relationship but nobody teaches us how. So we've created this podcast to teach people what they can do to create the relationship they've always dreamed of. With the partner they fell in love with. Thank you, Dr. Ray. (laughs) (laughs) You know, on on today's episode, we are going to be talking about a topic that was actually suggested by one of our listeners and subscribers. But before we get into that, I just wanted to talk about a review. And this was a very generous review that was written by podcast guests that we interviewed on episode 198. This is Anna and John Mann, who wrote the book, The Go-Giver Marriage. And they were really... Really interesting. Really interesting and... A lot of great insight. Very generous in writing us a review saying, Insight on Steroids. Dr. Ray and Jean are not only married, but they are therapists with incredible skills at listening and drawing out the deepest insights about how we can all grow and become stronger in our marriages. No topic is off limits, and they are remarkable interviewers. This is one of the better podcasts on marriage in the entire sphere. Wow. Don't miss this power couple at work. Thank you so Anna, much, thank you. Anna, for that, for that glowing review. It really, really touches our heart. Thank you so much. And if you're working on your relationship, their book is really insightful, and it's uh, got some great, really practical things you can do. And listen to their episode, mm-hmm. 198, yeah. Yeah. and they talk about their marriage, how they came together, and their own personal story, which is really important. We, we feel, think so, yes, absolutely. absolutely. We, we always interview, when we are interviewing people that are talking about their perspective on relationships, we always want to bring on their partner because their relationship story is absolutely important. Yeah, everywhere you see, be a life coach, be a life coach. And, you know, life coaches originated from somebody who's really an expert at what they did. Mm-hmm. Or I'm a relationship expert. Right, but I'm not in a relationship. Right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yep. So that's why we, when we bring people on, we want to make sure that they are not just talking about what they do, but that they're living it. 
Which we have Which we always do. said, mm-hmm. right? We can't teach it unless we live it. Right. And so you can actually hear our story. If you're just tuning in, and this is your first time listening to Couples Synergy, uh, I am actually Dr. Ray. And, and I'm Jean. And you're Jean. <laughs> and, you know, we do have our story uh, within our episodes. I don't remember which episode. Well, it, it was, was it was aired on February 13th, 2020? Yes. 2020, 2020, yeah. So you can hear our story, our relationship like story. Like 80-something. Yeah, yeah. And um, you can listen to, you know, where where we came together and how we formed our relationship. But let's get into a topic that was brought up by one of our subscribers and, and dedicated listeners. Uh, Annie, thank you so much for this potential topic, topic here, right? Yep. So she writes, hello, Dr. Ray and Jean. I hope you're well. Question for a potential podcast. Could you address what are the reasons that people would choose to get married? If one is already financially secure and already has as many children as they want, two reasons that I know many people decide to wed, especially women, what are the other reasons that you feel marriage is advantageous? My partner is of the mind that it's not necessary as long as one feels committed to the other. I am of the mind that it offers additional security from a health and companionship standpoint. Also to note for the last question, when a person has gotten badly burned in their divorce from a financial standpoint, I understand their hesitation to remarry. So maybe you can also talk about prenuptial agreements in this type of discussion. This is a very, very loaded topic here, Annie, and it is very applicable to our society today, Mm -hmm. right? So this would be applicable to people who are remarrying, people who are in, they've, they've divorced, they've left a relationship, they have sought out a new partner, and they are in different places in life. And children of divorced parents. Right. Yep. You think about generations ago, when a couple was coming together, they started out with really not much. They were starting their adulthood and their marriage at the same time. Right. And finances was just beginning for each of them. They were starting from the same place in life. And coming together was pretty easy in in, in the aspect of starting at the same place in life. In the aspect of following traditional roles and not having to think about complexities. Right, mm-hmm. right. Nowadays, it is a completely different ballgame, mm-hmm. especially people who are remarrying. Maybe they got divorced and they started to rebuild their lives financially and just the their whole day-to-day life. And then they meet a partner who has also their own lifestyle, their own finances, their own stability in their lives, and they're coming together, and now what? How do they merge together? Especially with what Annie was talking about is that they got burned in a divorce, and they don't want to put themselves in a position again of being burned again. Yeah, if you think about like a plant, and when a plant is young, you can graft things to it, right? 
And so like a rose bush is typically grafted on a, a, a root system that's much hardier than the rose. But if you have two full grown trees and you're trying to merge that and, and all the things that have happened in those things, it's more like a bridge than a merger like that, right? It, it can easily bring up a lot of competition mm-hmm. and a lot of guardedness. And so her question or follow-up question about prenups, that is a very viable thing in today's society now. All right, let's tackle that one first. All right. Okay. So my personal feeling is a prenup can be very beneficial to making sure that both people are in it from the heart. And if one person is concerned about that, if, if I personally was on the receiving end of uh, a prenup where if you had a lot more stuff than I did, I would absolutely want you to know in no uncertain terms that I was marrying you and not your money. That would never be an issue for me. And you're going to hear this theme through this whole episode of coming from the heart versus, you know, a score sheet type of piece of paper in both directions. However, I do believe that it should be a graduated thing. Okay. So I was just going to say with a caveat here, mm-hmm. right? I, I do agree with you that, you know, a prenup from the beginning, it can demonstrate that both people are entering into a marriage without some, you know, seeking financial gain. Right. Right. That they are wanting to be together because of how they feel about each other with a caveat here. Right. Because a prenup could also create a division. Mm hmm. And continue to reinforce a division in the relationship. It's a mindset. Right. And so as a marriage evolves, I feel that commitments from the beginning should also evolve with it. Correct. Yeah, I I would agree with that. So that's what you're saying is Mm -hmm. something graduated, right? So I, I don't think we should talk about specifics. Right. Right, because we're not lawyers and we're not coming from a legal perspective here, but we're really trying to talk about it from an energetic perspective in a relationship. And if you are walking into a relationship where the other person is wanting to wall themselves up, right, and I am going to have everything separated and finances, you know, included... I'm separated. We are you you take care of your finances, I take care of mine, and we are going to live in the same place and everything's going to be split down the middle 50/50. Or or not, but however it is, it's split. However it is, mm-hmm. it's split. It can it, it just it sets things in motion in the future where the relationship will never merge. Right? Energetically, the, the us right? will never the form. The us will never form, and this is something we've talked about in past podcasts, right? Is I mean, we've seen people where one person goes, "I want to go on vacation. Do you have enough money? Otherwise, I'm going to go by myself." 
we literally have seen couples do that. Their finances are so separate. They don't know what the other person's making, what they have, what they're saving, what they're spending. And when it comes to going on a vacation together, they each put money in in order to do that. Or go by themselves because the other person can't afford it. We've seen that too, which is really sad. And so what, what are you doing? You're just living life as roommates. You know, the research shows that selfishness and trust have a relationship within a relationship. So the more selfish a person is, the less trust that there is in the relationship. So if a graduated prenup is about over time, are you someone that you're saying you are now? And are you going to do right by each other? And are we forming the us versus I'm going to be selfish because I don't ever want to take a risk. And at any moment I can cancel you. And that type of a relationship is not the type of a relationship that is what we are talking about in terms of couple synergy. So I was just thinking when you were talking is graduated over time, meaning that it is a a standard thing that's going to happen over time. It's not determined by the person who has the prenup. Right. They're not holding it over the other person's head. Mm-hmm. That, oh, maybe in a year I'm going to graduate it a little bit more so that you are now entitled more to, you know, my assets or whatever like that. Because I could see how that would also create this power differential where one person has control over the other person and is dictating how that other person is going to be acting in the relationship. And I think a prenup should cover both people. You know, I I think in like Hollywood, if one person cheats, they have to pay more than if they don't. Or if... Um, they put in there like, okay, I will give you this much to restart your life if for whatever reason we end. Things like that. So it isn't just, I, I have my pile that I can protect from you forever and you're over there and I don't care what happens to you if we're done. And so, you know, not not a huge fan of even talking about this kind of stuff because yeah, I think if you're right. going to come into a marriage with the correct energy, it would be wonderful if these things don't need to be considered. But I do understand that they do it at uh, certain points. Uh, again, you know, we are not talking legal specifics here. And that's what makes this topic very complex because energetic or energy within a relationship does not necessarily translate to reality or doesn't translate to legality, I should say. And there are people who use people all the time. I get that. Right. And when approaching this topic, as far as prenups specifically, just like a relationship is so complex, this adds a another level of complexity to forming a relationship. Mm -hmm. If both of you are coming to the table with nothing and you're starting from scratch, it's much easier 
than to move forward and be like, well, let's merge our finances together and let's move forward and let's create something. Let's create an us and a common financial vision, which is difficult in of itself, right? But to come to the table with already a nest egg and retirement accounts and kind of your your own little financial vision and trying to merge with someone who has a different financial vision, that's a really difficult thing to do. And it's a very risky thing to do, especially if, like Annie pointed out, you're coming from a divorce where already you've been burned financially. Now you, you, you are paying a certain amount to you know someone else, and now you are looking to get into a relationship where you potentially could also find yourself in the same, a similar position, which many people do, where now you are going to be financially obligated again. And now let's take a little break to tell you a little bit more about our home study course called Relationship 101. One of our passions is really to bring this work to everybody. And a lot of times what we hear is one person in the relationship is wanting to work on it, the other one is not. And so this is a great way for you guys to get a taste of what it is like to work on your relationship in a fun eight date night video series to learn what you need to learn. Yeah, Relationship 101 consists of eight video modules, typically about 30 to 40 minutes long, with some discussion questions and exercises for couples to do together at the end. It's kind of a culmination of our work over 20 years and synthesizing all of the skills and tools necessary to create an amazing relationship. This online course consists of eight modules, which is five plus hours of course content. It also includes bonus resources, all designed to learn and grow together as a couple. It's fun, it's insightful, and gives you a great excuse to spend some extra quality time with your partner. All of this course content is valued at over $850. Currently now, it is priced at $387. And if you just go to go.couplesynergymethod.com slash relationship 101, it'll take you directly to the link. That's go.couplesynergymethod.com slash relationship 101. And if you're a single person, you can still benefit from it. You know, if you listen to Anna and John's episode, which is interesting that they left us the review and we're referencing their episode, but they actually experienced that. And I think they dated for like 10 years and they were, there was no push to get married. There was like this really conscious, let's heal some of this stuff from going through these messy divorces and let's not do anything till we're ready. And so it is a great episode around this topic of what they did and how they managed that and how they navigated through things. And so, you know, when you think about the, uh, the parable of the pig and the chicken, and, you know, the parable says, what the chicken does for breakfast is involvement, and what the pig does is commitment. Right? So the chicken lays an egg, but the pig has to die. And... 
We talk about all the time that we get wounded through relationship and we heal through relationship. And that's what I would say is like, where's that conversation? You should have that conversation. And whether it's getting married or not getting married or prenup of what is it that each person really needs? What do they need to feel like you're their person and you've got their back? And so I do agree that if you're committed to each other, could that be enough? And it, it would be situational. But ultimately, I think it's too easy. Now, if that takes a couple, 10 years to figure that out or 15 to prove it or whatever, I'm not so worried about that. But at some point, if you can't bear your soul to your partner, if you can't expose yourself, whether it's financially or whatever else, then there is always going to be something that's missing in that relationship when we are really talking about synergy. And I don't think it should be done prematurely. I don't think it should be done as a matter of have to, but a wedding should be a celebration of what already is. And very often I'll also say that divorce doesn't happen in a courtroom. It happens in your heart. And there are people who are divorced, but not legally divorced. And there are people who are still married, even though they're legally divorced. And I would say the same thing with this. I think that's a great point, right? Because when you're sitting in front of an attorney and creating a prenup, the condition of the relationship at that point is going to determine what that agreement is. And it's the relationship that precedes whatever ink is being put on the paper. And so if a couple feels really united and they feel like, in moving forward, we need to put this prenup in place because we want to make sure that each person feels that we are committed to each other because of how we feel about each other and not because of our assets, then the prenup is going to represent where the relationship is at. Right. And, you know, when you think about coming together as a couple after being burnt from a divorce or whatever, you know, past relationships, that question of whether we should get married or not is, is, is a very important one because it's very easy to say, you know what, let's not get married. It's, it's okay. We're already living together. We already maybe own a property together. And a dog. And a dog and a dog, right? And we're already doing it. And there's there's no need to get married. We don't have to have the government tell us that we have to be solidified as a couple because we already know that. And all of that, all of those thoughts are very valid. But what would be the benefit of actually Tying the knot, officially. I think the benefit is that you are consciously choosing to make a public declaration that this is your person and that good, bad, or ugly, you know, you're hanging in there. And 
I think people give up too easy. And when there is more at stake, I think you work harder at it. And when you don't, when you don't have that drive or that push, because let's face it, relationships are tough. We have said that they are the most (laughs) challenging and most rewarding thing. Well, a committed partnership is the most challenging and most rewarding thing you will ever do in your entire life. And to get married is more costly Mm -hmm. than to stay separate. You know, let's say you guys have your, your place together, you own a home together, you maybe keep your finances separate, and maybe you have a dog too, but, you know, it, it is definitely more costly to go in front of people and confess your love and make it legal. Mm-hmm. And the question that Annie brings up is, what's the benefit of doing that? All the benefits are not tangible. Not tangible. That's true. They're not something you can write down on a ledger. No. And say, this is why this is a good idea. Yeah. You can't go down, do a pros, cons list Mm -hmm. and come out ahead and be like, oh, yeah, there's a lot of pros here for getting (laughs) married. Oh, yeah. It doesn't work like that. No. It really is something in your heart. And, you know, if you've been burned... And that's very painful, very, very painful that there was a person in this world that you fell in love with, that you made that public and legal declaration to, and they fell out of love with you, and you fell out of love with them, or maybe you didn't. That's very painful. Mm. And so it's, it's saying, you know, I walked down this path with someone, and It wasn't what it was supposed to be. It wasn't what they said on that day. It changed. And it does change. And I get that. That's that's a tough thing. Yeah. And still I think that it's worth it. It is worth the risk. Because if you could imagine working on it, right? And, you know, we're in the process of creating our home study course for early relationship couples, right? Premarital and less than five years. And one thing I know for sure, people are not having the right conversations before they try to get married. It feels good, especially if you're in the first year of a relationship and you don't want to think about this stuff. You don't want to have those conversations that maybe we're not as compatible as we think we are. But Jean, it's supposed to just click. I know there's like pixie fairy dust when you walk down the aisle. Yeah. Relationships are supposed to be really easy natural. and it's, it's, it's natural. natural and it should feel just right. <laughs> yeah. Just like running a marathon. You should just naturally be able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely can't. Yeah, that's... You could if you worked really hard at it. It's just you a for sure fallacy. Could. You yeah. know, it's just a fallacy that people believe. It's just, you know, the thing is, there is nothing in this world that just clicks. Mm-mm. Everything worth doing takes effort and discipline. Every single thing. And, you know, have those conversations, and the conversation doesn't sound like, you know, what is it that you need, right? What you need, or what you think you need, is 
one level. But why do you feel that way? That's another level. Those are the wounds. Those are the wounds we're talking about. Mm -hmm. And the wounds we're talking about are, could you, after being burned, after things being financially unfair, can you open your heart back up? Can you love? Can you risk? And are you with someone who wants you to heal that and feel that? Before you would ever marry them. Like if you don't feel that way, don't marry me. But how could we get you there? How could we help you heal this thing that happened to you? Or that you participated in happening to you? Because we do believe that that's kind of how it works. But it's painful. It's very painful. And that's the whole point of couple synergy and the work we do in the podcast is we get wounded through relationship but we also heal through relationship and what are those wounds and how do we move beyond that and have those really in-depth conversations of self-discovery of what do I really need because ultimately I believe what every human being has a, a natural deep desire for is love and connection in a way that feels certain and safe. Uh, I, I think what you're talking there just really needs to be stressed, right? And that is, if you are able to get to that place of opening up again after being burned, after being hurt from past relationship, and maybe to the extent of a very messy legal financial you know, divorce, it shows growth on your part. It shows your ability to open up and not be guarded and your ability to trust yourself in that you have learned something from that past relationship. You realize that opening yourself up is a huge risk again, but you trust that you've learned something enough to know what it is that you need and that the partner that you are bringing into your life now is able to provide those needs. I would say at least willing to work on it with you. And to really be honest about what it is you need, not, not do the just generalized blanket, we don't really need this. Marriage isn't really that. Because it actually really is. It really is. And sometimes it doesn't work. And this is true for kids who watch their parents go through it. But if you heal from it, if you learn, and, and you really can't heal from it by yourself, you need another person in the arena of relationship to say, hey, what is it going to take for you to really open yourself up to me and let me prove I'm a safe person for you? And we've been together Almost. Do we hit 25 years with our dating? and? Yeah, marriage? I think 25 years, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're, we're over that by a couple of weeks. Sure. Right? And it's hard. Most of that time, I didn't feel that way. Most of that time, of the 20, past 25 years, we've been working on it. And, and continue to because once you reach one level of safety, another level comes up. Because we are human beings, 
and we are spiritual beings and we live this really strange life that none of us are going to survive. So there's always risk. There's always, always risk. And there's always an opportunity to help each other feel that deep, safe, connected feeling because we never really know what the other person's thinking. It's not possible. And it is risky, but it is amazing when you feel it. I I actually felt it this morning. You know, this morning we had some time. We didn't have to just rush and jump out of bed right away, Mm -hmm. which we have been for a little bit. And we woke up and then I get to fall back asleep. And I remember feeling, I I remember saying to myself, I feel so beautiful and so safe and so peaceful in this moment. And I don't know if I've ever actually felt that way consciously like that. It's 25 years we've been together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's all the all the stuff of, of our whole lives. Yeah. Not even us hurting each other, but our whole lives are being hurt. And I promise you that is an intangible thing that I wish for everyone. If everyone on this planet could feel that, oh, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine what this world would be like. And and that would be the goal, right? Oh, is to feel beautiful. that together, yeah. you know, with your partner. And it is, again, intangible. This is not something you could write down on a piece of paper and no. check off and be like, oh, Mm-mm. you know, he checks off all the boxes here, right? Okay. It's it's a it's so energetic, and you know we wish we could give you that formula in how you're going to make it, you know, make it work and what you need to look for, especially. But it's it's really a feeling, and it is something that needs to be discussed between you and your partner, and it really takes that open communication and trusting in yourself because you know you can just oh I got divorced and then oh or I'm just going to open myself up to the next person that comes along and I'm going to marry them right away well it it doesn't work that way either mm-hmm. no right that, you you have to do your work yeah. you have to understand what you learn what you what you're supposed to have learned from that past relationship and in moving forward into a new one you have to be able to understand your partner where they're coming from what they are supposed to be learning and then what the two of you are supposed to learn in moving together in this new relationship it it is so dynamic in that way it is so conscious in that way and if you are not attending to all of that, then you're just going to repeat the same mistake. I would say the biggest shift for us was not how can I protect myself, which I did for a very long time in our relationship, or what do I need? And the shift happened when I started to see you and focus on what do you need and what can I give you and how can I make you feel the ways that I thought I needed to feel 
And because of the guardedness and the walls and the pain and the, the woundedness, we tend to focus on ourselves. But the real magic is when you can focus on the other person. I, I think that's essential. Mm-hmm. You know, that is really putting down those walls, putting down the guardedness and really not being selfish and really being there for your partner. And if both people are doing that for each other, that's where couples take their relationship to that next level and evolve beyond just looking out for themselves. So I guess that would be the starting point, right? If you don't feel the person you're with is someone that can work on it with you, you probably should leave that relationship. (laughs) But if that person is someone you feel like is wanting to work on it with you, but it's scary and it's hard, have those difficult conversations and, and really find out in real depth and very consciously what it is you both want to create together as an us. So we want to thank you for joining us today on Couple Synergy. We want to thank you, Annie, for your great topic suggestion. Our passion is in helping couples and people have happy and healthy relationships. And this podcast gives us a fun way of bringing our knowledge and expertise to you, our listeners. For all of you listening, please let us know how you enjoyed the show. If you have any questions, comments, or again, topic suggestions like Annie had, please email us at contact at couplesynergy.com. For more information about Couple Synergy and our programs such as Relationship 101, our home study course, and also our home study course for beginning couples called Synergy from the Start, the Couples Weekend Intensive, and our premier coaching program called Couple to Couple Look us up online at couplesynergy.com. And if you know someone who could benefit from this episode, please download it and share it. And thank you for listening. Until next time, synergize your life and synergize your love. Thanks, Gene. Thanks, Dr. Ray. You have been listening to Couple Synergy with Dr. Ray and Gene Ketkodian. Couple Synergy was recorded, edited, and produced by Dr. Ray and Gene Ketkodian. Voiceover and music entitled Breathe and Let Go was recorded and composed by Gina Gonzalez.